Hello and welcome to A Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracy, the podcast that examines conspiracy theory, conspiracy fact, and those who promote these theories. I will be your host, Mike Bowler, as we take a look at Conspiracy in the News for the week ending November 18th, 2018. And for this edition, I will be covering California Wildfire Conspiracy Theories, QAnon's True Believers Devastated as the Conspiracy Goes Down in Flames. Now they're at each other's throats. How the Republicans' conspiracy theories have warped Washington. And Alex Jones' InfoWars was infected with a credit card skimming software. So let's kind of get started here. Uh, it was uh, kind of an interesting week. Uh, a fairly interesting week uh, because uh, many of the stories are have been repeated um, as they relate to the midterm elections, and actually one of these stories kind of, uh, or I think one, maybe even two, may tap into part of that, um, oh, the Republicans trying to figure out what went wrong. So, but let's get started with the the big story, uh, California wildfire conspiracies in 2017 and 2018 fires. Uh, this, I may have talked somewhat about, um, a little bit about this uh, story, um, of course, with the uh, this year's current uh, situation in California uh, already, uh, when I last checked, I think the uh, death toll was at forty four, maybe maybe higher than that. And of course, with any major event and very serious event, there's those who think this is all part of a some type of conspiracy and. Um, there was an article in the Sacramento Bee that the Illuminati government lasers California fire conspiracy theories are wild and wildly implausible. A number of theories had emerged following last year's fires claiming that the burn patterns seen in some photos could only be explained by targeted lasers, which must have been operated by terrorist groups, the U.S. government, aliens, or some other agitated party. These lasers supposedly were shot at California from either airplanes or spaceships, perhaps unmanned drones, for reasons we're not entirely clear. That seems to be the the general, uh, the more popular one that is going around now. Some have claimed, then there's uh, some have claimed that California's recent wildfires were planned efforts by clandestine groups such as the Illuminati or the New World Order, either as a show of force or in an effort to distract the main tr mainstream media. A few w websites claim the lasers from above, conspiracy theory, are an Illuminati product. Then there was a um, the third conspiracy in this story, extrapolating from reports that the 2017 wildfires destroyed expensive marijuana farms. Some alternative news websites claimed, with little evidence, that drug cartels from Mexico or South America may have played a role in sparking some of the blazes. So, and the nice thing with this article, they proceed to debunk these stories. Um, Cal Fire has not yet determined the cause of the Tubbs fire, which reportedly killed 24 people, but the state agency did determine the cause of most of them. 16 other Northern California fires last year were found to have been linked with Pacific Gas and Electric Company PG&E equipment, including sagging power lines. No 
Cal Fire investigation has shown any indication that drug cartels, Illuminati, or aliens played any role in sparking or spreading last year's deadly blazes with any other wildfire in state history was of significant size or destruction. As for the lasers, conspiracy theorists had asked, how could it be that while some houses burned, the surrounding grass and foliage appeared perfectly fine? It must be the work of a trillion-plus-watt laser beams raining down from the heavens, those theories said, linking to photos shared on the news. But as Science Alert reported last December, there is no evidence of this is the cause or that direct energy weapons have even ever been used to start a wildfire. Science Alert further explains, with the help of biologists, that those strange patterns could be explained by erratic natures of fire and wind, as well as moisture on wood preventing some spots from burning. In other words, none of these out there theories related to the 2017 or 2018 wildfires have been proven true in any way. Of course, some of note, some media outlets have described a suspect arrested this year for allegedly igniting a large wildfire as an avid conspiracy theorist. Forrest Gordon Clark, 51, is accused of starting the 32,000-acre wildfire called the Holly Fire near a cabin in Orange County. I talked about this story uh, probably earlier this year, I believe. And he's supposed to be in court on November 28th. So, according to the article, actually, all this made sense. There's a quite a, it's quite possible that um, the equipment, uh, electrical equipment from uh, PG&E could be a cause of some of these fires. It's actually quite plausible. It's a kind of a standard practice with uh, power lines above ground to be, it's not technically overloaded, but they do put a lot of current and a lot of, you know, a lot of current on the line, which causes the the wires to heat. The heat, uh, of course, expands the copper, metals, whatever the, there's might be, there's there's copper and steel and so on that makes up these cables. And, of course, they expand, which the lines will start dropping down. And if they haven't uh, uh, maintained those right-of-ways and kept uh, dead brush clear or allowed trees to grow into those power lines, yeah, you got then, which is makes it quite plausible. And, of course, uh, like I said, and like in the, uh, the science alert, uh, article uh, fire does some pretty f- crazy things uh you may think uh, you know the the way of you know you don't just throw you know if you throw a match somewhere say in your house outside whatever and it was you know as long as all the the uh conditions are correct i mean it could eventually just put itself out because it can't find any fuel or it just smolders it you know fire does some really crazy things and if you really uh look at how fires start how they how they kind of function their the the ratio between air and fuel and heat uh it's very possible you know it, pretty much anything uh could happen so i'm i'm not going you know i i find this um you know this again plausible it's, it seems like an acceptable so it looks like somebody at the Sacramento Bee 
and had actually done his homework and done a pretty decent job. So I'm going to leave that because uh, the this next story is from the Raw story. Apparently, uh, QAnon true believers devastated as the conspiracy theory goes down in flames, and now they're at each other's throats. The QAnon, I've, I've talked about QAnon so many times, I think you kind of get shit. If you haven't gotten an idea, um, I'm just going to say, well, you'll have to look it up yourself. I'm not going to go over it again because it's the same. It's just, It's been the same. Every article has been the same thing. But interestingly enough, at least from this article and trying to figure out, you know, the, the tricky part about understanding QAnon is that there seems to be uh, quite a handful of people who are actually QAnon and they're pushing along their particular agendas. So trying to find what really is a QAnon story versus QAnon wannabes who have tried to, uh, add to the story or did had messed around with the story. But uh, at least in this article, the, uh, the the plan was, or at least as far as QAnon and what they've been, they've been telling everybody that the president, Donald Trump, attorney general, Jeff Sessions and special counsel, Robert Mueller were all working together to arrest Democrats. And of course um, the, the same names pop up, Hillary Clinton, George Soros, uh, in this article, members of Congress, and the, the these arrests were supposed to be um, focusing on a criminal child sex ring that allegedly is run by the Democrats. In some cases, um, Q believers think that Kim Jong Un, you know, the uh, the dictator of North Korea, is actually a CIA uh, operative. Or see, and this is a CIA plant, but somehow that somehow Kim Jong Un was um, responsible for Seth Rich's uh, assassination. Uh, just all sorts of just all sorts of crazy stuff associated with QAnon. The problem is in the recent, uh, at least as of today, Jeff Sessions is out of the out of his office. He's no longer Attorney General. Mueller is certainly focused on the Russian uh, interference of the U.S. election and what Russia and Trump may have, whatever connections those are. There's not much to be said on that. Certainly, uh, another handful of indictments have been uh, sealed. They're, they haven't been released yet. So, um, I've talked about Jerome Corsi. And again, this this is a confusing story because... Jerome Corsi was telling Roger Stone that he, and the, the the quote is, he is going to be indicted. So is it he, Corsi, or he, Stone, or he, both? I don't know. And I couldn't, I can't quite tell what is Corsi telling Stone. Is he telling it that his, the questions, are they questioning Corsi about Stone? Is the FBI Asking questions of Corsi about what he, you know, what he knew, not mentioning Stone. There's no mention of that, and I'm assuming because of the rules of a uh, grand jury that he's probably not allowed to say what he said in the, you know, in that investigation. So it's hard to say who's actually going to get indicted, if not both. So uh, 
And apparently these are all going, again, having nothing to do at all with the Clintons, Soros, the Democrats, um, but actually going after the president's uh, activities or whatever he may have done as part of this Russia uh, interference with our elections. So apparently this has disillusioned a few of the QAnon supporters. Uh, Apparently they're now... uh, uh, a number of him, ha, number of them have hopped onto Twitter and started decrying the uh, the failure of um, QAnon to a- actually predict anything. That actually, apparent, you know, they they believe QAnon was the voice of the secret group that is trying to you know put the Democrats in prison, but uh, that doesn't seem to be happening. And these uh, some of these. Um, Promoters of the QAnon have now started to turn on each other and uh, and turn on their to their buddy QAnon. So I'm just going to end the end it there because I'm wondering if this is just the beginning of kind of the beginning of the end. We'll see what co- comes out. Um, of course, the, in this particular article, uh, there was a, a little side note here: Liz Cronklin. Conk- is accusing Jerry Brown of starting fires with blazers and Chris, Chrissy Thagen, Thagen, Chrissy Thagen of being a man. And Jordan Sather is yammering about UFOs and misusing its. Um, the story is, yeah, it, it, this is going to be an ongoing, uh, oh, an ongoing meltdown in, in the QAnon. Maybe, maybe this will be the, at least the start of them going away. Then there's an article, this was in the New Republic, Grand Old Paranoia. And as with anything in the New Republic, this is um this apparently is a article that came out November fourteenth, and it was a I think it's a I think this article is an attempt to explain why the Republicans failed to get the house uh, so to speak uh, the election i mean still they're still counting votes florida georgia but i think georgia's resolved their their election and i i believe florida is resolving their election or have re- resolved it and this article again it's as i try to as i try to read it uh, it starts off in the months before midterms. GOP began sounding alarm that Democrats should they take back the House were planning a slew of investigations into nearly aspect nearly every aspect of the Trump administration: tax returns, family businesses, Russia, Stormy Daniels, excessive spending by cabinet secretaries, the travel ban, family separation, the failure to adequately respond to Hurricane Maria and. Puerto Rico, and much, much more. In August, Republican leaders and donors began circulating a spreadsheet at which each potential investigation, over 100 in all, it was, as Jordan Swan of Axios wrote, enough to churn Republican stomachs. A secret study of the coming hell that would turn the Trump White House into a 24-7 legal defense operation. The document was packaged as merely informational, but its larger message was obvious. Democrats, it's implied, were vindictive and out of control, driven less by truth 
than by revenge fantasies and conspiracy theories. There's a difference, though, between conspiracy theory and conspiracy. The latter is a crime, difficult to prove, but nonetheless real. American political history is laden with them. Watergate, Iran-Contra are the most brazen of recent conspiracies. Conspiracies, theories, how, meanwhile, string unconnected scandals together into an increasingly, increasingly implausible master narrative orchestrated by a single puppet master. They increase, they connect dots that don't warrant connecting. In September, for example, during the height of the battle over the confirmation of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, some liberals wandered on Twitter whether Kavanaugh unexplained debts, debts such as 200,000 held secrets related to the Russian investigation. Mueller should subpoena Kavanaugh to find out whether Trump arranged for one of Putin's pals to bail Kavanaugh out of his baseball debt, offered one Twitter user. Two weeks later, Greg Olier, author of Dirty Rubles, an introduction to Trump Russia, tweeted about Kavanaugh's owned by Putin behind. By this logic, a handful of unrelated crimes are transformed into a grand unifying theory of political malfeasance. Is this the new normal on the left? It's possible, but conspiracy theories are unlikely to take hold of the Democratic Party, especially a newly empowered House majority. And I go through, you know, I read through this other stuff, and it just seems to like uh, trying to say that. Now, this is this is the problem with uh, when you're dealing with political conspiracies. The Democrats, there, there are left wing conspiracies. Though those seem those seem to be pointed more toward various corporations and you know calling them evil. These are conspiracies that involve the GMOs and uh, all the um, all that kind of stuff. That these obscene profits being generated by uh, corporations, either through uh, creating these chemicals that you know supposedly poison us. There's just that's more on the left wing. The, the cap, you know, anti-capitalism seems to be a general. Where on the right, uh, this <laughs> pretty much anything is fair game. And certainly the QAnon, which is certainly a right wing conspiracy, believing that Democrats are out to destroy the world, trying to take over, turn us into a communist state as opposed to the Republicans and their uh, uh, theocracy that they want to create. Their their ideas are okay. Democrats are not. So, you know, I, I the way I read this, this is just the, uh, you know, one of those pot calling the kettle black type of uh, story. And again, as I read this, because I'm really trying to get a really better handle on the left-wing conspiracies. And really, that's what this article was much more important to me than just the story itself. I mean, sour grapes are sour grapes. I don't care what side you're on. Uh, When Trump won and the Republicans uh, gained the uh, House and Senate, you know, I know of plenty of people that this is not my president. Uh, we're we're screwed. This is terrible. We're you know the world's coming to an end. So 
the Democrats get a minor victory. I mean, this is really a minor victory. The Senate still belongs to the, the Republicans. They got a, a Republican. I use air quotes on that in the White House. And of course, uh, and then the Supreme Court has been, uh, is being stacked with Republicans and some fairly, uh, questionable, uh, uh certainly it, 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 the, the people that are being put into the, uh, Supreme Court are, I mean, they're certainly questionable whether they honor the Constitution as they're supposed to as judges and lawyers. We'll see what happens. Uh, but certainly, you know, this has been, this has been a pretty much a tough two years and it's not looking any better for the next two years, but we'll see, see what happens there. But needless to say, I'm trying to understand the left-wing conspiracies because there don't seem to be as many of them as the right-wing. And the even when one talks about a left-wing, it's usually the right-wing describing the left-wing and their hate for the right-wing. So um, it's it's a it's a tough tough one, and hopefully I can get that sorted out because this article is just like that um, that that. The, they believe that left-wing liberals are anti-American. They are opposed to, uh, seem to be opposed to the Constitution. They, and they are wanting to, uh, they've gone after the Constitution. They're going after corporations. They, uh, tax and spend. They have no interest in fiscal responsibility, all this kind of stuff, all that, that type, all that type of story. And of course, there you got characters like Jonah Goldberg and his, uh, one of his books about and claiming that Adolf Hitler was a, a Democrat, that the Democratic Party is fashioned after the Nazis and the fascists of Italy and Germany. That is quite a stretch and certainly, uh, Really, uh, after reading that book, my, I felt stupider for reading it, but, uh, the idea that there's a, a liberal conspiracy to undermine the government and the Constitution. Well, the Republicans are also doing pretty damn, working pretty damn hard to undermine the Constitution also. So again, this is depending on what side of the aisle you're on and how you look at things. What is happening, uh, and what you believe is happening to what's happening here in the United States. I should, I should focus on the fact this is all U.S. And I'm sure that you're, I'm sure you folks outside of the United States are <laughs> looking at this and it's like, what the hell is going on? What are you Americans up to? You know, it's not, you know, it's, it's so funny. I mean, I'm, you know, but anyhow, I'm digressing here a little bit. So this is again, uh, attempting to understand why the Republicans lost the House, basically, and, uh, a belief. And it's trying to say, again, this article, I mean, the New Republic is, I mean, whoever writes for these people are, I think they need to get back to school and, uh, or at least, uh, give up the idea that they're journalists. I mean, I can't really, but I'm, being super critical here because none of this none of this makes sense that you know the it was it's okay for the republicans to believe in conspiracies but it's not okay for 
the Democrats, but it's their, that conspiracy, you know, the conspiracy, you know, uh, uh, I need to edit that out. But needless to say, it's just the, this, you know, the insane, uh, trying to explain away what happens, what happened in the election and trying to blame it on the belief in conspiracies or the lack of belief. That's the only thing I could take away from this article. Because even, even in, a, there's even a, though it's not obvious, but when I was reading this, I get the impression that Trump isn't really a Republican as far as the new Republic is concerned. So, uh, we'll see. Let's, we'll figure this out one of these days. So my last story, Alex Jones Infowars store was infected with a credit card skimming software. Uh, I think this was in Vox or actually it came in, came through on Vox, but I think it's uh, ZDNet. And it was discovered that InfoWars store, there had been a block of malware concealed in a block of Google, Google Analytics code and was live for 24 hours before it was removed. The malware presented was present on every InfoWars store page, but only activated itself on the site's checkout pages. According to ZDNet, the code scraped all content found inside the checkout forms every 1.5 seconds before transmitting it to a remote server located in Lithuania. According to Jones, InfoWars is warning customers to be vigilant about unauthorized payments on their cards. The company also re- believes the true number of affected users may be lower than 1600 due to some people reordering items during, during the same time period. But of course, Alex Jones, this isn't just a random hacker that, you know, just happened to, for whatever reason that they were able to get this malware onto their site, you know, through the normal brute force, whatever the, however they, this stuff gets in there. I mean, you know, Having gone through the uh, this mess with uh, my WordPress, the blog for this, and getting that cleaned up, you know, it's not it's 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 pretty interesting how that stuff gets in, and it's certainly uh, you know it's you know it it can be pretty much uh, a robot going through every dot com and trying to find ways to get into and finding the right piece of code or finding the right software to infect and then send that information back. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I, unfortunately, I am not a code person. So I'm, you know, but I do know that the, um, this certainly is not something that, or I mean, it could be, it could be targeted by, of course, Alex Jones believes it was uh, left to stay behind networks hiding inside U.S. intelligence agencies. His, and this is the full text of his, uh, this criminal hack is an act of industrial and political sabotage. The corporate press is claiming that a Magneto plug-in was to the shopping cart was the point of entry, but that's not true. Infowarsstore.com has never installed that plug-in. We use some top, we use some of the top internet security companies in the nation. And they have reported to us that this is a zero-day hack, probably carried out by leftist stay-behind networks hiding inside U.S. intelligence agencies. So it's a government conspiracy that someone put some malware on his site. Um, I find uh, that 
Of course, that's you. You'll, you expect to hear that on Alex Jones that there's a cabal out to get him, and probably is, but not because he speaks the truth. It's because he's a horrible person and probably should deserve to get his websites trashed. And that's what I got this week. So um, I've got no announcements this week. Um, everything's looking good. I'm got a holiday coming up i might be again uh i might be late with this again because i'm i'm recording this at about 7 30 ish i might be done here in a little bit or oh, i will be done here probably in the next five minutes it makes it about 7 30 i should if i again if i don't get this edited it might be out later monday monday afternoon uh my new job is it's going pretty good uh Still kind of waiting on uh, some of these travel things I gotta be, I'll be doing for the company. So, uh, so it sounds like it won't be till after Thanksgiving when uh, this stuff is going to start happening. So stay tuned. I will keep you informed on what's happening there. I'd like to thank you for listening. This is episode one sixteen, recorded November eighteenth, twenty eighteen. Thank you for listening, and good night. <laughs>